listening to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives. You are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. Well, that's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Who am I? I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Hello there. Welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn. This is marketing training for creative entrepreneurs. And I'm so glad you're with me today for episode 11 because we've got another great topic today. Now, we're in this period between Christmas and New Year's. And of course, it overlaps with other traditional and cultural holidays like Hanukkah and and Kwanzaa. But this is a period, it's sort of a, it's a great celebratory time and a time, of course, to to spend quality time and, and, and get close to your loved ones. And, but for us, entrepreneurs and creatives who are trying to build something in 2020, this is also a great time for us to be planning and getting our affairs in order for a successful 2020. This is the time that people start making their their lists for the new year, their goals for the new year. And, and to help you with that process, I have been talking about the kinds of topics that would be helpful for you as you start to plan and uh, plan for your 2020 uh, marketing. So today is another great topic for that. It's called how to create an editorial calendar. Now that's a tool that will help you start the new year more organized, more focused, and more strategic. And I'm going to tell you how. It's, it's a tool that most people who are in professional public publishing of any kind or or who run social media uh, for organizations or in anywhere where you are having to publish and post regularly on a schedule consistently and strategically those are the two watchwords we're going to have for 2020 consistently and strategically if you want to do that an editorial calendar is what you need and today I'm going to tell you what it is why you need one, and how you can create yours. But before we do, you can start the new year by by also seeing where you are right now, by taking a, what we call a diagnostic. And we do this, you can do this with your personal brand audit. Go to audit.lynnmorton.com, and there, for free, you can take a 10-question a audit slash quiz and basically it it gives you an it gives you an idea of where you are and and what you need to do to show up better online with your personal brand it's 10 questions and answers and explanations for each of the questions just um drop your email in and you'll be able to begin to go through it right away all right so that's audit.lynnmorton.com. Go check that out and see how you show up and let me know how you did. All right. 
But don't do that quite yet because now we're going to talk about how to create your editorial calendar. If you've ever stared at an empty screen and wondered what content you would create next or what you would create to post to social media, the tool that is missing from your life, my friends, is an editorial calendar. So what's an editorial calendar? It's a tool that will allow you to plan and schedule your content and for your blogs or, or podcasts or whatever you use for your marketing, as well as your social media, plan all of that ahead of time so you can keep it, keep your posts in sync with your products and your promotion. Make sure that you reference important holidays or keep any consistent themes going. So in a word, it helps you to be more strategic. And there is no greater sin when you are when you are creating content and trying to market and communicate then to promote randomly I, I think I talked about this in a prior episode randomness is the big sin and you don't want to just be random the more you can be strategic the more you can be consistent the more effective you will be and this tool will always will help you ensure that your efforts are always aligned and working and so why would you need it? It allows you to keep your eye on the big picture always. And this, of course, is what the essence of being strategic is, making sure that everything you do is contributing to whatever your big goals are. It helps you make sure that your content is balanced. For instance, the guidance for social media and as well as your your posts are that you use the 411 rule meaning four of your posts should just be educational and helpful and value added one should be a soft sell and then the next one can be a hard sell and and if you keep this mix four where you're just giving value, one where you're soft selling, telling someone that telling your audience that something is coming, and then one where there's a hard sell, meaning that there's a buy now button, buy now, and you can be very direct when you're doing the hard sell, that keeps your content balanced so that it's not overwhelming for anyone, so that they don't say every time I go on, this person's asking me to buy something, and there's, you know, they're getting enough value there that it is um, worthwhile for them to stick around. And so, it helps you keep that balance because you're looking at it from a, a, a mac, sort of a, a macro level and you know, you're stepping back and you're looking at it and it allows you now to work more efficiently because now you can, when you sit to work, go right to work on the thing that is important. It, it helps you avoid your writer's block. Remember I talked about that, that empty screen in, uh, 
in the intro and that empty screen often comes when you sit down and you think, what will I talk about today? And you have no clue where to begin. But with this, you know exactly what you need to talk about next and you've plotted it out so you can just go right to work. So this is you know helpful there. It helps you keep consistency with your content because now you know that you are going to be producing at whatever interval you have determined and you've worked it out ahead of time so that you can keep on on schedule. And it makes sure it helps you make sure that your topics are the right ones for your audience. You know, every now and then you get a great you what you think is a great idea for a topic. And upon some scrutiny, you might realize that it's not quite right. Like I have I have a couple ideas for podcasts and blog posts that I've been nurturing for years, but I haven't been able to do them yet because I haven't found a way to hook them in a way that's going to be helpful for you. And if I can't do that, then it's just, you know, vanity exercise and there's no reason to do it. And so this helps you, you know, give, run everything through the lens as um, the lens of, is this, you know, on topic so that it's helpful for my audience or my, you know, my ideal audience. And then you can plan for your time sensitive topics so they don't sneak up on you. You know, nothing worse than looking up and going, oh my goodness, it's February 12 and I wanted to do a Valentine's related post or, or promotion. And now I'm out of time with a calendar like this. You get to see it way out ahead of time and you can do the backwards planning to know when you need to start working on it so that you're not, you know, bumping into the time sensitive topics um, without realizing they're here. And then it helps you keep your social media posts connected and complementary. So ideally, you want your social media to also complement what you're doing on your blog or or your videos or whatever you're using to to do your primary content marketing. And then of course with all this if you can get ahead of everything and have it, it all working like this it should reduce stress. So this is what an editorial calendar can do for you. Now, as the name suggests, an editorial calendar is basically when you take a calendar and you plot out exactly what you will say and when and what it's tied to. It's it's really that simple. It's a calendar that you're going to create, but it's going to be it's going to consist of all of the elements you'll need to keep all of your your posts and social media uh, prom- promotions all on the same place. So you plan it out ahead of time. You know, in some, in some companies, like the last company I worked for, we would plot our social media out, um, out the whole, entire month's worth of posts a week and a half. I mean, I'm sorry, the month and a half before we actually did it. So you know, it, by September, I'm already working on my November social media for the entire month. And, you know, we would sit down in one session and we'd plan the whole thing out and we'd plan it based on 
what we had going on. So we, I knew at the time when we were marketing workshops at the time, I could look out and go, okay, I have these four workshops in November. I need, I'm sorry, let's say the January. So I want to promote them in November. I'm going to be going out on, we're going to be executing on these in November. So we want to show images and feedback from them and from the attendees and from the, you know, we, so we plot all that out so that we always knew on every day what was going out. And so this is basically what an editorial calendar will do for you. Now, how does it work? When you are sitting down to plan your editorial calendar, you need um, you need a four four key elements strategic elements. So you need, of course, the your important dates for the month. Let's say you're working on it now for January. You need all the important dates. Meaning, are you planning any promotions? Are you like, let's say, on President's Day, I want to do something, you know, um, in January that is around, um, you know, that that ties into that holiday. Let's say, what else is in January? Martin Luther King Day, if you wanted to do something around that. Let's say on social media, you wanted to plan posts. You, so now you look at those dates when they're going to pop up and you can put a note and go, okay, so I know I want to do something on, on for those. And then if you want to talk about your promotions, like what are you going to be selling that month or or what are you going to be promoting that month? And you, so you say to your, you say, well, I know I have a big event or product launch or whatever coming in March, and I want to start talking about it then. And so you, you'll map out the dates that you will, you will, you will talk about it in on either your blog if you have any complimentary posts that will sort of warm people up to the idea. You, you know, you're coming up to the President's Day, your big President's Day sale, and so you will start earlier in the month with kind of the posts that will warm them up to whatever it is you're going to be selling and educate them. And so you sort of ramping up and start telling that story um, you know, earlier so that now you're not just boom, you know, you know, springing something on, and on them and hitting them over the head. You get to plan a, a, um, sort of a rollout that works its way, um, to your, to your actual promotion date. Uh, so we talked about seasonal topics and, and then there are times when you want to do thematic, like for the month of January, I'm going to just talk about X. And so now you can plan themes. So in February, I'll talk about this. In March, I'll talk about this. And you can think about the different themes if you want to organize that way. But the key there is it allows you now to start to, to think about the whole month holistically. And so that you can, you can organize, organize around a theme or a sales promotion or something, a seasonal, um, a, you know, dates, so dates that are tied into holidays or any seasonal themes people will be talking about or anything that will be going on that you think I can tie in to this naturally or, or this is a, a good complimentary topic for my business. So you've laid all those out. Now you have all those dates when you know things are happening and when you want to um, you know, tie into them. And now you can now overlay when you typically will produce things. So let's say, um, you produce, you produce your video every Thursday. You have a, a big, um, 
how-to video that you work on every Thursday. And so you have the Thursdays of the month. Let's say I'm not looking at a calendar now. So let's just say there are 7, 14, 21, 28. Those are the dates where that happens in the month. So you can say on the 7th, we will talk about this and the 14th. And now you can say on the 21st, okay, that's close to, to the holidays. And so we'll make that theme you know, tied into whatever that seasonal thing is. The 28th is when I'm finding my big sale. That's a top, that topic will be the hard sell. And so now you can break down every, you know, every, every post so that it is now working strategically for some purpose. And then if you're now also planning your social media, you can say, okay, my Mondays is my motivational Mondays, my, my Tuesday tips, my Wednesday wisdom, my Thursday um, teaching, and then my Friday, thank God it's Friday, I, I share a joke. I'm just making this up, of course. And now you can plan, pop in what you will do for each of those. So now you've planned out the entire calendar. And now the next thing for you to, to, to consider, because you've, you've, you've got your important dates, you've got your recurring themes, you've got your posting cadence, whether, which is weekly, monthly, et cetera, or daily. And now you've plot, plotted stuff in for that. And, and then your key distribution channel. So you're going to, you're going to now tie it into, you know, where you're posting. So this is for my blog on this date, on this day, this is social media. So in, in each of the entries, you will have all this information. So at a glance, you can see how all this will work for you. So a basic editorial calendar will have all this. And then if you have a team working with you on, on executing any of this, then the other thing you'll want to include is who's responsible for it, like you would in any project management kind of a tool. You want to know who's responsible and when when will they produce whatever they're they're responsible for. So this now can be a tool for you to manage the entire month. And so so now you have at a glance everything you're working on. You're going to sit down over a couple hours and you're going to knock this out. And that will be the best couple hours you spend for the month because it now sets you up to be stress-free for the next 30 days. So it's a calendar, but again, it's a project management tool in its truest sense because it will give you, it will be tied to your goals. It will have all of your all your elements, which will then turn into tasks for you to now go out and create this stuff. And you, you can now say you can do what you're, what you, what you would typically do in project management, which is backwards planning so that you now give yourself enough time to create everything. The other thing it will allow you to do is batch create. And that is, uh, another tool that a lot of people find helpful. Meaning if you have four blog posts and now you know what topics you are, you can sit down in one afternoon and write all four in one sitting. And now all you're doing is popping them in on the 7th and the 14th, the 21st, the 28th, you're popping it in because it's already done. Now, this is another way to reduce stress. You look at all of, remember I said we would plan all of our social media. I mean, we wrote all the captions out a month and a half before we needed them. 
And so when it was time to go, they just dropped in. We had already done the work. I mean, we sit down and we take an afternoon and we knock all of this stuff out. And so we don't have to think about it again. And so that that is a it's it's a freeing kind of thing if you when you think about it because you know that everything is working and you're not having to to worry about it every day. It is a definitely a stress reliever from from that point of view. So batch processing is another good way of executing on this. You just sit down one day and just you know, you, you take all of the social media you want to do, you take all of your um, your blog posts or your videos, you write them all out as much as outline them or whatever you need to do so that you have them all in one place and ready to go. All right, so let's talk about the actual you know process. Let's break this down a little bit more. So if you're actually creating the, the editorial calendar, so you're going to sit down, you're going to start, you're going to have the open calendar in front of you, and you're going to start thinking about what are the big tentpole, if you will, I you know items that you want to build around, whether that is a strategic or thematic or or seasonal or whatever that is, you have those, and then you'll brainstorm, of course, your your ideas for how you will you know tie into all of those with your specific posts or 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 promotions, and then you'll plan all this. You'll you'll put it onto the calendar. And, uh, you know, you, you'll, and then so you can at a glance see it. It's, it can be a visual tool. And we'll talk about the tools in a second because there are a lot of different ways you can do this. And then of course, when it comes time, then you just go out and produce, whether you're batch producing or doing it every day and make sure you're publishing on schedule. And then the last thing you'll want to do is set in some time to evaluate how each of it is doing before you start the next planning cycle. Now, the planning cycle, I ta- I've been talking about it sort of like a monthly thing, but some people will plan a, qu- a whole quarter out. Some people will look at six months and 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 just you know, maybe talk about big ideas for the first half of the year. Whatever your planning cycle is, you can work this into that. Okay. So, and then you want to have some evaluation time where you go back and you look to see how well each of the topics did, what kind of engagement you had on all of your, say, your social media posts. So you can see what's working best, um, looking at your, your blog posts to see on your analytics, what, you know, what's, what, what, what's resonating best with your audiences. And so that before you begin planning the next, the next month or whatever the interval is for you, you will have been informed by the success or, or the challenges of the prior, the prior months. Okay. So that's part of um, what you would work into your process. Now, you know, so now we're, we're talking sort of, you know, the big picture and and sort of here's what you do step by step, but, but how do you do this? And this is where it becomes flexible and it's really tied to how you work best. Uh, some people I know build it in spreadsheets and, uh, and uh, you know, the place where I worked before, they would 
put it, they did all this on spreadsheets. This was a spreadsheet driven organization. And so they would, everything would be on a spreadsheet and then you would just execute from that. So, so if you, let's say you did that, you could set the spreadsheet up to, to really mimic a, a, a monthly calendar. And in each of the cells, then you would put in each of your items. Um, let's say Tuesday the 7th, you have a post on this, you have a social media po- on this topic, you have this, it's you know going to be done by this person, and uh, you know it's tied to whatever strategically, if you want to even go that far, sometimes I will have like a little highlight to say this is tied to, you know, we have four themes for the month, this is tied to theme one, which is X. So you can make, this also helps you visually Make sure that you are, you know, equally distributing your topics among your themes if you have something like that. So, so this is how you can do this on a spreadsheet, uh, Google, uh, Google spreadsheets or Excel or uh, the Apple equivalent for it. Um, not keynote. Um, um, hang on a second. I'm at my Apple computer, so I should be able to see this at a glance. And it is numbers. That's right. Numbers is the Apple version of it. So anyway, if you are a spreadsheet person, that's a great tool for it. I don't like spreadsheets, so um, I don't have any of my own examples, but I'll, I'll see if I can find some to share with you on the on, our, on my page. Now, I, I use project management tools and uh, for a while, I was a big fan of Trello, and Trello is a, a free visual project management tool that that uses cards and and it basically I think of it as a big board with with yellow stickies, visual stickies that you can just move around. And this is a great tool for this kind of thing. As a matter of fact, several years ago, I did a video on how to use for photographers, how to use Trello to set up your editorial calendar. I'll have that on the, I'll I'll include that video because it's a good visual um, tutorial on how you actually would execute this with a visual tool. Now, it's a great to see it. Even though you might not be into Trello, if you're visual, you can look, you know, check the video out and it's still, even though it's it's focused on using that tool, you will see the visual components, how you can make that work. These days, I use uh, the Asana project management tool. And, and the good thing about both of these is they have free versions that are very robust so you can build the whole thing in just their free version. And so... In Asana, you can create your projects in either lists or the boards like you would use in Trello. And <clears throat> I like that a lot because what I, what I was always frustrated with in Trello is if I had a, 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 a task that really could apply in two different projects, I had to create it twice in Trello, and, and that was a pain in the butt. Asana lets you reference it in both places, so you only have to create it once. And so you can make this really visual board, and I'll, I'll have some screenshots of it so that you can see what I'm talking about. So you can create this visual board that will have uh, all of your topics, and you can have them in columns that... Um, you represent, you know, you know, themes, do now, um, 
in in process or however you, you decide to organize it. And the cool thing about these tools is you can then in each of the tasks, there's a place to tag the person who's responsible and the date due. And when you've done that, when you've included the date due, with a flick of a button, you can now overlay all this onto a real calendar. So you can create this in a great planning structure so you see everything in lists or columns so that you can set it up so that it, it, it makes sense in terms of topically and thematically and pop in all the dates and then push a button. You can see how it all looks in a calendar and then slide them around if you need to adjust dates. It's a drag and drop. So it's really cool. So Asana, if you haven't used that, is a, is a, a project management tool that's really a good tool for this kind of thing. And then for some people who just use old fashioned paper and sticky notes, you just get your, you know, your big block calendar or your, you know, what used to be the Franklin plan or whatever the equivalent of it is today, where you have your book with your calendar and you start, you know, you'll make a list of everything and then you start putting it onto your calendar, or you can do it with sticky notes. If you want to move things around, actually the paper sticky notes, you know, either way, you know how you work and what's going to be most effective for you. And the key is to make it so that it's easy to for you to manage and maintain throughout the month because it's only as effective as you will use, right? You know that, you know what I mean by that? Like it's not, a, if you, you know, I was accused once by someone for always trying to create a bridge to go over a puddle. I would create this elaborate online, you know, a solution for really simple problems. And, you know, sometimes I would overdo it trying to trying to create this elegant solution. And some, sometimes you just want to have something that's really simple because you know you will use it. So that's the, um, the guidance there. All right. So. There you have it. That is your editorial calendar and how, what it is, how you will use it, and, uh, and then how it will benefit you and your business. And I would really like to challenge you to cre try and begin creating one for 2020. If you haven't already, just start with January and see how that works for you. And at some point, you might want to do it quarter by quarter. Um, when I used to work with, with a business coach, who we, we would always do the 90 days at a time. And so right now, you should be you know, you know finishing out what your whole first quarter should look like. And, and then you'll have a chance sometime you know, in the last couple of weeks of March to, to go back and do your evaluation of how well everything did. So... At a minimum, look at the month of January and try and create an editorial calendar for the entire month of January so that you, you can go into the month working more focused, more efficient, and more strategic. And boy, this will be a really good start to the year. Alrighty, time flies when you're having fun. We are at the end of another episode, and I I really hope that you you're able to take away enough to go out and create your own 
version of an editorial calendar. Remember, make it as simple as you need to make sure you actually do it, but make sure that it's detailed enough so that you can make it really work for you in keeping you on task all month long. All right. So good luck in your planning for 2020. Remember, I am here to help and I am looking forward to us having a successful year together. Remember, there's a personal brand audit you can use at audit.lynnmorton.com and that will help you see how you're showing up right now online. A-U-D-I-T dot L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com will take you straight to your personal brand audit. Check it out. See how you're doing. And it gives you an idea of what you should be working on. Now, if you really want to jump in and go to the fast track and plan out your entire personal branding journey and make sure you have everything you need to work on, I have a personal branding blueprint, which is the 26 things you're going to want to be thinking about. And each one, what you need to do for each one, it's there as an ebook, and then it's also there with each one laid out as an action step so that as you do it, you can check it off. And because, you know, this is the kind of thing you're not going to be able to do overnight. You, this usually will work, you will work on this over time. Two weeks, two months, two years, however long you work it at your own pace, but at a, at a glance, you'll always see where you are and what you need to do next. So that's a great tool. Go to blueprint.lynnmorton.com, B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T. That's what I'm spelling stuff for y'all. Dot Lynn Morton, L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com. All right. Thank you so much. We are going into the new year, and the next time I talk to you, it's going to be 2020. Can you believe this? 2020. This is nuts here. Anyway, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to a good 2020, and I think we're going to have a kick-butt year because we're going to see to it. We're going to work on it in this podcast, and we're going we're gonna to do good stuff, y'all. All right? Thank you very much. Have a good rest of the week. I'll talk to you next year. And until then, keep focused, keep consistent, and keep going. Take care. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers. Cheers.